The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Hello and welcome everyone! Welcome to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. Over on the far end of the table, we ha- wait, wait, what the hell's going on over here? What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, well, I suppose we have Channel Pup. Speak for yourself, young man. He's dead! <laughs> yeah, basically, um, I died of liver failure. Um, now the reason- <laughs> Is I was watching through the Sonic Colors Ultimate reviews yesterday, and I decided to do a drinking game for every time they regurgitate the same twenty-year-old point about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had failure and fucking died. Thank you, gaming journalist. You killed me. Sonic sure had a rough transition into three D. Yep, and I sure had a really nice transition to death. Honestly, it's been pleasant. Well, good again, a rough transition into any other topic point. That's that's all. Don't worry about I, it. I'm glad you're you're doing well in the next life, pup. Next to pup, we have <laughs> apologist extraordinaire wears everything green possible. Nick, reach for the cars. Ciao. <laughs> I'm gonna freaking. And then we have the best Rimuru cosplayer in the room, Cyrus. <laughs> I don't know what a Rimuru is. You know, it's Rimuru from that time I got reincarnated as slime. Anyway, thank you, Wayne. Uh, You know what? I'm actually just going to switch to full-on slime mode for this entire episode. Yes, please. Uh, My coworker and I were gushing over your your, uh, slime model the other day. And of course, uh, I am Wayne. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? I hate Sonic Colors. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Vividly erotic. Honest to goodness, good to hear. <laughs> honest to goodness, this has given me life. Yeah. Bit anyway, just give it a moment; it will it will kick in soon. So there we go. go ahead All right. Talk. So here's uh before we get into it. Obviously, uh, uh, we got some stuff that that Wayne will present us with. I think it is important for us as your mayor to to put a new decree out in terms of like super chats and, and things like that. Um, we are still going to keep reading the chat as, as we go on, but just for the sake of uh, clarity, especially when I start archiving all of our episodes in, um, in whatever the audio form, uh, just so it's, it's less of a mess while we're talking, we're going to be saving uh, the super chats for later on after the big topic. So we will still say, Oh, thank you. But um, just to reading the comments or reading like the bigger questions that could lead into different topics, we're going to be saving that towards the end of the episode, just so we can keep a flow of conversation going. We have we have enough uh, digressions as it is. So, you know. That is true. Um, And as emperor, I agree to it. Well, today uh, is kind of the release day of a new Sonic game. It's kind the of. early access day. Oh, Jesus, he's big. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I had the uh, I had the YouTube page like caught up in the in my side monitor, and I just saw like this giant rimmer. Oh dear God, there it is. Yes. Oh, we got we got we got perfect Cirrus here, ready for fighting. <laughs> ah, perfect. Someone summon him. <laughs> well, with the digital deluxe version of Sonic Colors ultimate uh players can receive like what three day early access three four day early access to the game 
and uh, all four of us have played it here, and we thought might as well be a good enough time to sit down and share our thoughts on Sonic Colors Ultimate. Where do we want to start? I well, I guess we could start with the version everybody's playing, because all of us are having somewhat different experiences. Yes. Um, Cirrus, you and I are, are both playing the, the Epic Store PC version, right? Yes, <laughs> we're both playing the Epic PC version, which is, um, well, I'll, I'll get into my gripes in a bit. All right. Uh, Pup, what about you? Uh, I'm not just playing the Nintendo Switch version, but the Nintendo Switch Lite, so I'm getting an exclusively handheld experience here. Oh, boy. Oh, man. And Wayne? Uh, I am playing the PlayStation 4 version, although I guess I should mention I'm playing it on a PlayStation 5, just in case there's any differences in, in how the, the game functions on different hardware. Uh and I should also, I'm kind of curious for you guys too, how far have you gotten? Because I literally just downloaded it an hour before we started, um, and I've, I've only just beaten Tropical Resort. I'm, I am currently tickling the tip of Terminal Velocity. I'm halfway <laughs> through Starlight Carnival right now. I, I So me, me and you and you and I are about in the same spot right now, I think, Nick. Fair enough. What about you, Pup? I'm currently stimulating the shaft of the uh, water level. What was it called? Aquarium Park. Aquarium Park. Yeah. I mean, that... I mean, we already did like a shaft joke, and there's a whole bunch of wetness. You couldn't have taken that joke somewhere else. He, so well, many genitals to play with, pup. There's so many places he can sakes. come and many take that joke. Many genitals to play with, I know, but I'd rather just play with my own. <laughs> so, Jamal, thank you for the super chat. We can do that one quick. B three forever. Thanks, man. We can. <laughs> So I guess, first of all, I, I will say there's a couple things that I, I want to at least bring up in, in reference to like previous things we'd said about how the game looked in earlier builds. You don't, when you're in the moment to moment gameplay, some of the things like the, the PNG wisps or the, the lighting issues outside of the weird lighting on Sonic, you don't really notice most of those issues in the moment to moment gameplay. So that's at least a bonus. Um, let me know when you want me to start railing on all the other problems. In terms of um, in in terms of the at a first glance look at this game, like when I got it loaded up on the Switch, I thought this looks great. And um, I mean, maybe it's worth keeping in mind that like for PS4 game or whatever, it's not necessarily going to push too many boundaries. But I'd say it's one of the prettier games that I've got on my little Switch Lite so far. Um. As for Sonic looking like a glow stick, I honestly didn't notice because I've mostly spent my playthrough with the movie Sonic cosmetics, which make him supposed to glow anyway. So, like, um, I can't really comment on base Sonic until I've really played with him. But I think the game looks really pretty. Um, and especially for a Switch game, I think they've got it really nicely uh, optimized for the overall look. I gotta agree with you, man. Like, I... And I, this is why it was interesting because we were kind of doing a little bit of talking prior to this, but like, <laughs> this is just like just being a Sonic fan, like just how how many times we've just been a different different opinions about this stupid release. Um, and I feel like I've been like incredibly negative, all things considered. And well, in terms of my critiques with it, uh, so far I've uh, had a pretty good time, and I thought that uh, the lighting changes have been been looking good i i really like how tropical resort looks my only real beef is um 
the the stark contrast in what it looks like when we cut over to those cutscenes. Oh yeah, those oh, those yeah. are looking it is rough. real rough. They're, it they is could really, have... really rough. They could have, like, the thing is, like, they're never going to be able to replicate the lighting engine through doing post effects and stuff, but they could have at least color graded it a bit differently and added a little bit of that bloom look in posts just to make them look a bit more um, closer, at least. Like, they'll never replicate it. They could get it closer. Well, I think we have a lot of evidence that there's... Um... It's a lot of slapdash when putting this thing together. It's a, It's... I think we kind of found that out with some data mining and, and things of that nature. But I, I mean, for the other side of the table, like how have you guys been handling your experience? What's what are your your initial thoughts? I haven't found anything that makes me so I haven't found anything that makes me regret uh, the existence of the game. But I have found a lot of stuff that just feels very, very rough around the edges and not in the sense that like, oh, well, this game is fine. It's just not polished. But no, like little little easy things uh there was a moment that i showed to you guys in the uh in the sunset city chat for tropical resort act three where the game is loading in and sonic's model just doesn't load and then you just like see the animation for him descending starts uh but there's no sonic present you just see his shadow get more and more visible and then just like this fetal <laughs> yes. this fetal position sonic just kind of <laughs> yes. slowly scoots his way into the actual level it's and then, my favorite part of the game so far and, and then the level begins in in earnest and there's a couple things like that so hold on, i've got a i've i've got a couple notes cuz it's not just stuff like that and again these are things that don't affect the moment to moment gameplay these are things that when you see them you're just like wow that looks rushed wow that looks amateurish um tropical resort act, or tropical resort the first act of it uh when i started out took about 20 ish seconds to actually load in which was weird because in sonic colors the music for the levels don't doesn't start when the level begins it starts when the act screen is shown to you. So the level music in, in several levels, especially in stuff in Starlight Carnival, is supposed to start when Sonic drops into the stage. It's supposed to be like that crescendo, almost like when Sonic uh, jumped onto the the board in Sonic Adventure 1 in Ice Cap Zone. It's supposed to be like that, because the game doesn't use stims. And that's fine. Except when the loading takes so long that the beat that you're supposed to have there is completely missed in so many levels. And again, it doesn't affect the gameplay, but it's it's really jarring. Not to mention, if you watch the opening uh, like the opening scene for the game, not cutscene, because the game doesn't have an opening cutscene, um, but the Reach for the Stars thing, when the remix for Reach for the Stars is playing, they didn't do anything about the footage to sync it up to the remix. So it feels... Like you're watching the music video for an old song in the 90s, and then they just put a remix to that song, but they did nothing to the video, and it feels so out of place. But it's there. And these are all things that just... They speak to a slapdash nature of building the game. And again, I, I hate to keep saying over and over again, it doesn't affect how the game plays, but it does affect your experience with the game, where this stuff just kind of takes you out of it repeatedly. <laughs> I do just want to say, like, my biggest bugbear with this is the audio mixing. Like, the audio here uh, is weird. Is, the audio is unacceptable, in my opinion. Like, what the fuck I, is going on with the drums in the opening? Well, 
like so i've been playing this with uh earbuds in because i don't want to listen to it through switch speakers did you have um, the same thing happen where like a level ended and suddenly you were hearing it very well out of your left ear only yeah on the ending (laughs) screens the audio is so scuffed but i think that the best instance of audio scuffage in this is in um starlight carnival act five it's the bit where you get to that massive 3d platforming section with the hover wisp and like all of the audio is cutting off way too early be it rings be it the bonk sound effect on the robots but my favorite part of all is when the hover narration guy just goes huh and then you go into the hover wisp as opposed to him actually going through and saying the words like huh Oh it's, man. It's so scuffed. It's so it it is is completely wrecked in the audio department. But um speaking of audio though, the remixes. This is another just baffling decision for me is I really 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 like the new sound that is brought to the soundtrack with the remixes. But it's very much a different sort of musical language in a way to the rest of the soundtrack which is the old tracks. It's just really weird to me it- that it sticks out to them. you when a remix starts in the game. It really yeah, does. it's it's so strange to me that they kind of combined the soundtracks as opposed to having like a toggle instead, which would have been way better in my opinion. I I, I guess I just haven't had the same audio issues as you guys have. Um, I'm again, I'm, I'm only in like the first the you know the first zone as it were but just wait till you get to starlight carnival act five it starts <laughs> mucking up a little bit once you get there yeah, it's I'll, so I'll, funny <laughs> i'll give that a listen when i when i get there um this is just the first time i played the game with like uh headphones on and i've i guess i just appreciated the the clarity of some of the sound effects i've, I've never noticed before i had a pretty good time with it audio wise uh, I'm more interested in when we get to Planet Wisp because I've heard that remix and um, it's just it totally it completely destroys what the point of that level was. It uh, looked like okay, the turning point but... in the in the storyline, but uh, you know, going from this soft kind of sad opening, but still having that energy as you go through it, having a more naturalistic tone to it, mixed in with some you know more mechanical stuff because you know it's a natural world getting torn apart. As, and then turn into just a, a, a fucking rave with baby diapers and glow sticks and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a it it speaks almost as if the the studio that was supposed to do this, which granted they've done other you know other um, other remakes like not remakes but remasters like this because they were responsible for the Bioshock remakes on the Switch. Um, They're quite reputable for it as well. Yeah. Yes, but it feels like when you've got subtext that was required in something they just go eh we didn't didn't care about that it's fine it's fine Um, i think i think the visual bug that sticks out a lot to me um because this happens every time you use a wisp is if you look at the wisp's power gauge in the bottom left the post effect that goes with the draining meter is completely not lined up at all with the meter oh i completely forgot about fucking i was thinking about it's, other bugs so it applies every time there's so much object pop in pop out as well like especially in starlight carnival there's that bit where that big neon ship emerges from the black hole thing and you see the lights of the ship but the ship is invisible for a good hot minute until it pops <laughs> in and i was just like 
Oh, come on. There was a there's another thing that just it stuck out to me and I forgot about it for a second. But in Act three of Tropical Resort, when you first get your laser wisp, I don't know if anybody else experienced this, but I know that on, on Twitter, uh, King K showed footage of this and then I experienced it on mine as well. I've got it recorded uh, of just you get your your laser wisp, you use it and then the game just stops. It just freezes. It's like, no, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, oh, and then, what? yeah, like you activate it and then it, it just freezes for a good three seconds and then it starts again. And every time you activate it in that level for me, I don't know if it was the same for Nick, but I know that at least two people have experienced this. So that means that there's more people who do. Um, the The Wisp just doesn't like the game. They do not play nice with one another in certain sections of that level. And it's weird. Not to mention the weird black screen that happened the first time I booted it up where I heard all the audio. I could see the cursor for the mouse. Uh, but, you know, not, fuck me if I could actually see a HUD or anything like so that. None of that loaded. For, fortunately <laughs> for me, it seems that the Switch doesn't have any game-breaking bugs so far. Like, I didn't have any issues with the uh, laser. Uh, I had my buddy uh, Dominic playing on the PS4. and We loaded the games up at the same time. And um, I was just like, how many glitches have you encountered? And he was like, well, the menu screen didn't have any music. And I was like, isn't this incredible? The game's been out for 10 minutes, and we're always saying, how many glitches have you encountered? This truly is the Sonic Age. <laughs> Here's the thing about uh, digital early releases. There's kind of two fronts for this. First off, it is pushing towards a more digital, uh, you know, trying to incentivize people, you know, buy digitally as opposed to physically because there's, you know, less people they have to pay. So they're really trying to push towards that future because that's where the gaming industry is going. Secondly, though, we do kind of play something of uh, beta testers. Last, 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 last minute beta testers. Because unfortunately for multi-platform releases, even old games like this, some that have been, while, you know, commendably uh, put together in, in certain aspects, it is still multi-platform. It is still having to deal with a lot of different ways of playing this game. And when you throw it out to millions of people, they are going to run into issues. So they do need that feedback so they can patch it out, unfortunately. I'm not saying that that's an okay thing to do. I'm not saying that this game shouldn't have had a little more polish. I think the original Sonic Colors certainly deserves that much. Because um, I do have plenty of issues still about the way this was re-released. But that said and done... Um, I do think they are going to be taking the feedback and we do live in an age now where things can get patched out. And I assume that's exactly what's going to happen with this game. Every, yeah. every now and again, you do. And obviously this isn't the case with this game. The game works fine on its own, despite all the issues. Uh, but we do live in an age where no man's sky is a completely different game upon release than it is now. Yeah. And, and again, uh, I've not run into the issues you guys have run into as of yet, which again is just phenomenal because <laughs> Epic Game Store uh, is not known to be, you know, most user friendly thing on the planet. You are the guy they needed to please as well for this one. <laughs> like, yeah, I hated. <laughs> I, I, with I, me, I was all like, "Oh, it's gonna be fine. Don't worry, guys." And now I'm the one saying, "Oh my god, the robots fall way too fast in Aquarium <laughs> Park. This is hilarious. They're falling to their fucking deaths as well, like Eggman." just has no health and safety measures for those robots um but like um i'll say this am i glad i bought it hell yeah like i'm loving this and as well as that it's given sonic colors a new lease of life for me like before this 
before playing today, I was like, eh, Sonic Colors is it's all right. But I'm playing this today. I'm just like, I'm having a blast. It might be down to the fact that I played it with a trackpad and keyboard before, but like, I'm I'm still I'm I'm having a bunch of fun and. Yeah, but like Jesus Christ, some of these bugs are fucking I think, embarrassing. Sega, I think it please. did come down to you playing it with a trackpad and keyboard before. I did not have that knowledge when I watched probably, your Sonic Colors video. Probably also input lag from running Dolphin on a old laptop from 2011 as well. Yeah, now that I now that I have that information, I'm no longer taking anything <laughs> you say seriously ever again. At least when Tom Topics covered Unleashed, she was like, "Yeah, no, I decided to torture myself. Use the Wiimote. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I uh... Uh, like we, we'll get into that at a later date. But what I will say is, my point still remains that everything forces did was learned from colors. Yeah, I mean most most of the later Sonic games have been learned from this and Unleashed before that. Um, and I gotta say, like the the reviews are as strong as they are because the original game was as strong as it was. Every every bit of praise going towards yep. this game is from what was already there yeah true uh, that's 100 something that i've basically said in um in an upcoming video actually <laughs> like in in my sort of verbal script i basically said like in an earlier video when i did the forces v colors thing um i i basically uh said i get the feeling that critics will give this great reviews because they didn't play the remaster but just played the original so regardless it'll get good reviews I think that has happened here because, like, I look at these reviews and 90% of them are saying, Sonic has a rocky history, but this one, good. And then at the end, they'll maybe say, oh, yeah, the visual updates are fine, by the way. And, like, it, that in the video that I fucking dragged through the mud in my little reaction video, the only gameplay was Tropical Resort as well. So I get the feeling that a lot of critics are not playing this properly. But, like, all the same, I, I do... I... I, I don't get like why it. you guys get like just so fucking upset over. It's like they can't win, man. Like they're giving this thing good reviews, but we still got to be mad that they're bringing up old shitty games. There's it's whatever. A, a, look, it's whatever. I, all I'm gonna say is that Sonic 06 does not keep getting brought back as a punching bag for no good reason. I understand I that, but it's like the thing is, like there was saying, you know, Sonic had a rough transition to 3D in 2006, yeah. and then they're saying it in 2021 in a post generations post colors post unleashed world and it's like sonic's transition to 3d happened in 1998 fucking leave it i mean, be. I, mean I, I get that yeah. but at the same time it's like as far as i'm concerned it's irrelevant to a review of a remaster of sonic colors like well yes and no the, the importance of colors back then was because of 06 so I, I actually did kind of want to hit on that uh, because I, I, I've been having an interesting experience with this game because I think I've mentioned in the podcast before just sort of my lack of history with um, with Sonic Colors because I, I did not play a whole lot of it when it first came out. Um, so this is like basically playing a new game for me. And uh, the thing that I'm getting is that I'm not really in love with anything i've played so far i like it uh it's all just been kind of like yeah this is all right this is fine the the problem for me is that i've also played generations 
And this is a gameplay style that I feel has been built on and furthered later. And I would expect a remaster like this where they're adding like, oh, here's controller options that you can uh, that you can customize and everything like okay, that. OK, right. So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm getting to that. Pop. Yeah, get, get into it. Go on. Yeah. Get, his, get their ass. Like, <laughs> do it. Do the thing. The, this gameplay has evolved in small little ways that have helped make it a more comfortable and more cohesive experience. Something like, hmm, being able to press the shoulder buttons to switch between left and right to do the quick step. No, in Sonic Colors Ultimate, you are stuck with doing it by, like, wiggling the freaking thumbstick in one direction or the other, and That's it is so awful. stupid. Like, no, but, like, here's the thing. Also, why did they advertise customizable controls as, like, a major part of their ad campaign? Yeah. It's like, uh. Sonic Colors Ultimate has an options menu. Whoa. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with with some of your points. It's just I think I'm just more I, I get where they're coming from with the 06 comparison. But I also get on the other side, getting sick and tired of hearing about it. I get it yeah. because we are at the point now we're well, 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 well past all that. And yeah, I am. I'm in the camp too. where while those games are my least favorite of the Sonic games, Shadow and 06, because I think they are kind of trash. I also understand and agree that i do think they overcorrected in way too many ways in the I games do. following and i i do miss a lot of aspects that were brought to the table from adventure all the way through 06 so i completely understand where you're coming from it's just you know it's it's whatever i'm more focused yeah. on how well colors is still being received and i i do appreciate that much that said i also think that there's a lot here, and I apologize because it's going to get redundant for you, audience, when you hear us talk about it in our own individual videos. And I apologize if any of us are jumping into each other's opinions because I do think we are on the same page with a lot of stuff. But like, just like just bluntly, right now, from what I've seen, I don't hate the new stuff, and actually think I appreciate some of it a little more than I anticipated. But at the same time, there's not enough here for a double dip if you have easy access to the original game in uh, my I, personal opinion I, I did also just want to reiterate for anybody that uh is hopping in now um a uh, lot of really really generous donations and super chats in yes holy, holy shit uh just just to reiterate we we are not ignoring you guys we do see you by God, do we appreciate it? Uh, but Jesus we're Christ, yeah. we're very for... uncomfortable. We're very embarrassed. Like, <laughs> yeah. For, honestly, for the, uh... I think I'm gonna vomit, man. Like, so. For... Oh my goodness. Do not <laughs> we're just more. here. We're just here to talk anymore, about. I will die. I will die. If oh you send God, more. that's incentive. I'm kidding. I will. But uh, <laughs> if you want to kill me, this is the way of doing it. I'm just. I did I'm... just want to say uh, we will. We will. Uh, we will be addressing each one of these. Uh, later on, just for the sake of of smoothness for the podcast, but th thank you guys so much. I just don't want you guys to think we were uh, uh, not seeing that. Thank of you, course. guys. In incredibly, incredibly awkward. We're just here talking about blue hedgehogs, and y'all are just being so fucking wonderful. Why? Having some kind of wallet party in here, jeez. <laughs> Financial gain. <laughs> All right. Well, Colors. speaking of, since we were trying to stay on point here, where are we at with colors right now? Who was talking? Uh, Wayne was giving some of his opinions. Um, hi Wayne. Colors is fine. I'm I'm liking it. Uh, like I said before, I'm like right outside the final area, so like terminal velocity. Um, 
there's like some levels I really enjoy. Uh, you know where they, yeah, I feel like the pace is good. The um, it keeps the action moving. And then there's been a lot of moments today when I've been playing Sonic Colors Ultimate, and I've been thinking to myself, this is the weirdest Mario game I've ever played. Yeah, it's um. Mm. The whole structure of the game, it does feel like that the first moment where the the Sonic team just went, okay, what if we just emulated Mario? Let's have about six levels in a world. Let's have a world map that looks like Mario 3, Mario World, New Super Mario Brothers. Let's do all of that and let's see what happens. See if people like it. (laughs) That seems to be what's happened. Yeah, it's it's weird because I've I've never heard people outright make the comparison to between like Sonic Colors and, and Mario gameplay. Not that I remember anyway, but it's just like that's all I can think of with a lot of these levels where it is so God, the uh, Sonic Colors feels like it has this obsession with slowing the fuck down. And yeah. it drives me kind of crazy. So a lot of the comparisons for Mario seem to have come up around the Sonic Lost World area because the game it, it the gravity stuff made it feel a little bit like it was a galaxy clone to some people. But the more you play this game, especially with the hindsight of Sonic Lost World, it does feel like this is when a lot of the Marioification of Sonic began. Like, this, this was a, was this was a turning point. Like, yeah. I still say a little tiny bit of it was in Unleashed, and it kept going forward from there. And I know people disagree with me, but the opening title screen in space and the... While Orchestra is not, you know, trademarked by Nintendo, it did feel more like it came from the Mario Galaxy soundtrack. Like, I thought that was a little bit weird first time I played Unleashed, but then it went into more of its own thing as you went to the game. And I still feel like Colors has a lot of its own unique gameplay. I really do think I appreciate what they were trying to do with the moment-to-moment gameplay a little bit more in teaching the player how everything works together. Um, But there are a lot of times... And I do talk about it. I'm going to talk about it in the script too. But like that first boss, I I found it very awkward. And it's because I'm still like rusty with it. That's why it's not a review yet. Mm. But I also did notice like, wow, I'm having a really hard time on this literal circle (laughs) of a map where if this was classic Sonic gameplay, this would be a really fucking fun boss fight. But here it's just awkward and and weird. Uh, I I, I know that's a different point, but like, I do agree with you. Like, this is where it's like you see more and more Nintendo seep in as each game passes by. Unleashed had a very, very little hint of it. Colors goes full on with the galaxy theme. Still makes it its own, but yeah, as as terms of level structures concerned, it does feel very much like Mario's uh, 2D platforming shit where you would have some smaller levels than the bigger levels, and the overworld does look very Mario worldy to me. Well, that's... Um, that's definitely a part of it, but I'm even talking like just moment to moment stuff. Those platforms drive me crazy. The ones where you have to sit on them and then they slowly rotate around. Like, like uh, the later part, yes. the latter part of Planet Wisp has a lot of that. Like, yes, yeah. you're right. And, I mean, uh, not... fuck some of the wisps too. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, can I <laughs> get into this shit? Because this is it's new fine. to me. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Okay. First of all, what the fuck were they thinking with the uh, with the uh, like the the laser wisp 
why is it in three 360 degrees? No, 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 no. Do eight directions so that it's easier to actually snap it between... Or 16 if you really want to go that far. Uh, so it's easier to snap between, okay, here's this direction <laughs> that's going to start flowing into this way. Especially since so many of the areas that you're actually using the Laser Wisp are going to be 2D side-scrolling sections anyway so that right. should just work i i cannot <laughs> tell you how long i sat there for the first couple of times i was trying to use this stupid freaking blue turd just trying to like actually line up the direction i wanted to go into because it nothing snaps into the direction it's supposed to and this then okay favorite. fuck the fucking box wisp yeah sucks <laughs> um it, it, like it's so goddamn slow it takes forever for it to do anything you know what else sucks okay you know so there's, there's those sections where you got the little spring pad that like flows under you and is supposed to be following you around and everything but you are at the mercy of this thing anytime it's going up or down because it will not follow you left or right and it does not follow you up or down quicker the further you go and then if you are just trying to go left uh, left from right and it is following you it feels awkward as hell because every time that you bounce back down your forward momentum stops entirely and nothing about it is smooth i am sorry Th there were a lot of things about this game i am not liking so these I wanna... are the things i hated about it in the <laughs> I, days. Th this is this is the stuff that i remember from pups video too there's a so there's a thing that i want to want to point out uh, that just to piggyback off those points, Wayne. So you mentioned the issues with the laser wisp. Now I'm going to throw something out there that might, I think everybody will probably agree with every section where you have to use the laser wisp. Were this an older Sonic game, this could have just been a light speed dash section yeah. and it would have taken, yeah. it would have taken no effort. It would have been infinitely easier. The, <clears throat> the cube wisp, every puzzle that the cube wisp is there to solve the level design almost makes it seem like a bounce bracelet to get higher would have done the job with the I mean, exception well, of a few areas. Subject, well, we're on the subject of Sonic's moveset being stolen by these little alien fuckers. Uh, can we talk about the spike? <laughs> Oh, you mean the you mean you mean the you mean the Metroid Spider Ball uh, wannabe? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, again, I, I think I'm a little bit more positive on some of this stuff than you guys are. I've I've not gotten to the block wisp yet, so it's it's been literally ten years since I've I've uh, checked it out. So I'm just gonna listen to what you guys are saying about it because yeah, Wayne Wayne here. No offense to you other two, but like I know he's a little bit more engrossed in in gaming in general. That's why I watch your your videos. So I I do find your your take on it, especially since it's your first time with it, especially interesting. So it's going to be a lot of fun for me going into that sections when I get there. That said, um, like I said, like while I was playing through uh, Tropical Resort and I was noticing like where uh, the drill wisp is going to come in and stuff like that. It was like, I do think the game at least starts off like it does a decent job. Uh, with people who are sloppy with this gameplay because it, I am a little bit sloppy with it. There's like three buttons that do a bunch of things. And you have to do them in fast succession and it's very forgiving, but I can also tell like I could do way better if I keep doing this over and over again. And I appreciate that. Again, this is just tropical resort. The thing about the laser wisp that actually strangely bothers me because I don't mind it being light speed da dash ish as long as I keep it, you know, you know, platform puzzly in some aspect that, the lightspeed dash can't do, and I think it does occasionally. That said, um, did the original game fade that that darkly with the with the laser? 
Kind of, but kinda. The, thing, the thing I noticed with the laser is that there's a weird afterimage thing going on with it now, where you literally see two of the laser balls now. Like, has anyone else noticed that? Like, there's a weird I haven't, picture echo? I haven't I noticed the that, echo, no. honestly. I haven't, because it gets it's just so fucking dark, I can't even see where I'm pointing the wisp. Oh, but it's bright. That's the... Oh, okay. Uh, th That might be a prescription glasses thing that you might need to look into. I'm not I'm not crazy here. Like the screen goes completely fades really dark when you pick up the laser wisp and activate it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right, grandpa. Yep. The wisps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I complain about it. it and I gotta be the ass. <laughs> Look, man, we just we just don't care for you, okay, in this neighborhood. It's okay, Nick. I'm loyal. I'm just joking. I appreciate it. I appreciate I'm it. also but no, I'm also I... loyal. I didn't me. I didn't experience the echo effect, but the the screen so the screen darkening, I, I do remember that from the original release, and it doesn't strike me as any darker in this game, nor does it seem to really affect me personally. But maybe it's just because I played I played through Sonic Colors multiple times years ago, so like maybe it's just that my brain's got a lot of this stuff in muscle memory. I don't know. I mean it doesn't. It doesn't seem to bother me all that terribly much. Thing that affects me personally, as in it basically fucked my wife, is <laughs> why, why are the why are the backgrounds on the end screen so high contrast? What else is weird? So the end screen. I remember in the end screens in the original. Um, you had like the music would keep playing, and then when the music stopped, that was basically when the end screen was done. Then you go to the next level. In this one, the music stops, and then it just waits with no music awkwardly for fucking ever. I've heard about this. I've heard about this. It does the music. It does the music on Switch, but it only plays in the right earbud. <laughs> I, again, I think that might be an individual issue there. I'm not saying that that's okay to do, but I've not had I've not had any issues with the. I just um, find it sound funny. mixing or or any of that stuff. But, you know, we are again like this is just acceptable because we as gamers have all accepted this. This is like day one problems with the game that yep, we expect yeah. for them to fix later. And that's that's a larger problem with the industry as a whole. And it is, yeah. is allowing to happen. I am. Um, I'm going to say it in my video. So, again, I'm sorry for being redundant, guys, but like the more I think about it, like I'm. I'm finally at the point because I was I was pretty okay with Switch getting old releases re-released. I'm getting to the point, and again, I understand pandemic times. I'm I'm getting fucking tired of the way they're doing it. I'm getting really sick and tired of it. I'm tired of there being like there's always something that keeps this from being exactly what we would hope it to be. Skyward Sword is too expensive. Mario's too expensive and for a limited time. And Sonic just has a bunch of weird, needless changes for sure, some fuck off reason, and still might technically be a little bit too expensive when all of us would have been very okay with them just slapping in a couple of other boost games and let that be that. Because I don't know if we can really call this the ultimate version of the game, especially since there are many people that would argue the ultimate version of the game is still trapped on the DS. So. I got a problem with the name the Ultimate, the and especially, especially when you compare this to another Sega game that's about to come out. Oh, Monkey Ball! Monkey Ball. Yep. I'm For so fuck's fucking sake, excited about Monkey Ball. Look what they're doing. Those are old games. It feels brand new with everything they're doing. Why the fuck isn't Sonic getting this kind of attention? Why isn't it getting that kind of care? So I, I 
I was thinking about this while I was... I'm, I'm sorry, Cyrus. Um, no, you go ahead. You're fine. Okay. Um, I was thinking about this while I was playing, and it, it hit me that I'm just like... <laughs> there was a really sad moment that I had. I was just like, uh, uh, I think Sonic Team might not be good at making games. Um, <laughs> but I was like... Uh, I was thinking to myself, I think the uh, the biggest problem that they have, because it always seems to center around their anniversary projects, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I think they're just really bad at planning things. And I... I mean, honestly, I don't doubt that this um, that Sonic Rangers or whatever it uh, turns out to to be once it's completed, maybe was supposed to come out this year to um, to coincide with the anniversary. Uh, but, you know, uh, the pandemic and, and everything, which does affect the industry to to no small degree. So I feel like Sonic Colors Ultimate really was just kind of like they needed to get something out the door, which okay, if we take a look off. at um <laughs> If we take a look at some of the ways in which it was made, uh, <laughs> there might be something to say I, about that. And that, ISOs. I think that's going to be the next big thing to get into is the the data mining that's happened yeah. on this yeah. game. Because in the so in in earlier episodes, we some of the information we had was like they didn't have a lot of the core assets of the game originally. They didn't have a lot of the old files, so they had to make a lot of the stuff from the ground up. That's why some stuff seemed so slapdash and and so weird because they were having to do it from scratch. And yeah, no, it turns out all of that was wrong. Um, now that we have access to the files themselves, I, I have to ask you: with the game originally releasing on the Wii. Uh, what would we expect to find if they didn't have access to the original files? Well, we would probably not find me data in the game. <laughs> and yet, and yet, and I will actually, for those who are here, uh, I will actually pull up the specific thing. Because I, I I know when Nick, when you were like, okay, can you point out some of the issues that are here with me? Can you kind of explain this? I was like, well, there's this me shit <laughs> just kind of in here. Um, yeah. So they didn't have the original source code is still correct because it was recompiled from the ISO as opposed to the original uh, fucking source code. And basically what happened was as they were recompiling it into whatever it's called, a lot of the stuff bugged out and they had to, you know, tweak things. So it's kind of like they had the resources there, but they had to reassemble some bits. That's yeah. what my understanding of it is. And but the thing is, though, is that if you've got the original source code there, like... If if you're having so many issues, um, I, I hate to be the person that just argues in favor of internal emulation at this point. I really don't want to be, but I feel like some of these issues wouldn't exist if that was the case. Re- again, a lot of that stuff's going to be fixed later on down the road, but we have found just a plethora of just random ass shit that's just left in here. Like there are dev tools still on this disc. There's literally cutscene animations in there, which is like, what the fuck? Why do we have these upscaled things then? If they're here... We have the animation data, and that that pisses me off a little bit, because that just feels... Because with the original game, those cutscenes, the reason that there's no texturing on Sonic's gloves and stuff like that, is because those original cutscenes were all in-engine. Because and, and that was one of the things that made a lot of people go, oh, wow, the Wii can actually do some pretty interesting things. But later on, when we got Generations, we could actually see like, oh, there's actual texturing on his gloves now. There's more high fidelity to the model. Uh, we understand now the difference between an in-engine cutscene in both games. But all those cutscenes were 
in engine. So the fact that the animation data is there, the fact that a lot of that original stuff is there, it makes it it makes the upscaling job, the AI upscaling, it makes it feel incredibly slapdash and lazy, like with a lot of the earlier like audio issues that we've been encountering with some of the weird visual bugs. It feels like, and I, I know it was already said earlier, but I'm going to echo it again, it does feel like this is a game that Sega had like a panic moment and they went, oh shit, we do need to release something for the 30th anniversary, don't we? Yeah. And, and oh man, those and then scenes. and then this this just happened. Yeah. Yeah, and um I think it goes I don't know, man. I, I again like as for, far as the overall game is concerned, I think I'm still more positive than I was about it, but at the same time, like I'm not forgiving all the issues we've had before that because it they're kind of confirming everything we've been worried about going into it. And I am glad that at least from the reviewer side of things, it looks like the core focus of the game actually running and, you know, being the original game. I'm I'm glad that still shines through. Yeah. But like, like a lot of this, I mean, the, the compression yeah. stuff that we were talking about, cause I see, you see people like, Oh, there's leftover stuff in lost world and generate. Yeah. That's literally every video. Every, game. every video game is leftover stuff. The issue though but, is that that stuff is uncompressed. So we've got a 30, 40 gigabyte game randomly for no reason. It doesn't need to be this large. It does like even at 4K, it does not need to be as large as it is. And yeah, well, um, like a lot of the Wii shaders were left in the file directory as well, as opposed to being deleted, even though they're obsolete. So it's like it's pretty confusing what the process behind this was in some areas. Well, I do think we need to also, you know, definitely stress that we're not developers. So I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but for people that do know what they're talking about, it sounds like there's just a lot of uh. A lot of uh, uncleaned up mess with this behind it's, the scenes. So there's a there's a, a concept that we we all kind of know to be fairly true when it comes to several forms of art, and that's that limitation can breed innovation. So there's a thing that I kind of wanted to throw out there that's a, a little upsetting, but I, I feel true. The fact that computers in general, like all computers, not just PCs, but consoles, because consoles are still computers. The fact that these things are getting so powerful and it's so easy for developers to just go, yeah, we'll just have this as a 100 gigabyte thing. We'll just have this as a 200 gigabyte thing. It'll be fine. I feel like a lot of that I'm, I'm starting to miss when when devs had to compress these things to get them to work. I Because now it's like even when the opportunity's there, they're just like, eh, it'll be fine. Your hard drive won't suffer too much. I have to wonder, um, and I think it's going to come down to who's going to be willing to chat eventually, but it does feel like a lot of the issues with Sonic does come from higher ups more than anything else. And we know Blind Squirrel is capable of doing good things. Oh, yeah. Again, we need to stress like the port itself, when, once you get it in your hands, <clears throat> it sounds like Pup and, and Surf are having specific issues with it. Um, it looks like a lot of reviewers and myself specifically too. Um, I've not had any issues. And I think the final product is okay it's solid but um mm -hmm. i do have to wonder like if somebody from blind squirrel eventually could chat and be like no we did what we could on the time constraints we could because this is what sega would a lot for us and this is the best we can do and i am seeing people in here in our chat like being like well you know they did say they brought this in for you know like new sonic fans or anything and like from the movie i don't give a shit i'm not sega spokesperson i'm not i'm not a product manager i'm not anything i'm not a sega employee i don't care why they did things i care about the end product that's it's not my job to to shill for sega 
we, it's none we of also, our problems. We also can't read the minds of various higher ups and developers, but we can read the consequences of their actions, and that's and as as that's the only thing we can analyze. That's what we got to do. They, but that's the thing. So can they, and they're not very good at it. When you learn <laughs> Sega, like Blayton, like that's your actions of consequences. <laughs> I did read this in an interview one time. Like somebody just talked about Azuka's like. He seems like a decent dude, but like when you get him talking, he just sounds like a corporate mouthpiece. And that's kind of always what I've gotten from him. And I think sometimes he's just been like openly blatant about the intention. Like, well, we're putting this out there because it's a good starting point for people or this or that and the other. It's like, please corporate bullshit me a little bit better, man. <laughs> like, I, well, and about I wanna... anniversary. we really care about this game and just thought it'd be a great time to. No, take it off of the exclusivity and all this bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. It's like if you wanted, if if you just wanted to take it off exclusivity, then just sending it as a standard port would have been fine. But instead, it has been marketed as this great, wonderful, amazing remaster with a higher price tag to boot. Not as high as what Nintendo does for their remasters, but certainly higher than what we get for other port jobs. Usually a, a port job gets you about a 10 or $20 game and it sells a bunch and it's fine. This coming Credit out... It, like, if, if they had just said it's a port, I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> Whereas like with this... I straight up pre-ordered it twice, so to be fair, but a lot of that actually works. A lot of that comes back down to that corporate mouthpiece thing, though, because when you when you look at it and go, well, if it wasn't called Ultimate, despite not feeling Ultimate, uh, I wouldn't have bought it. And like, well, yeah, that just kind of screams that a lot of this stuff came down to a marketing decision, as opposed to trying to actually get us something that feels as special as as what it was advertised as. Now, again, does the game run? Okay, yeah. Does the moment-to-moment gameplay feel fine, aside from a couple of bugs? Yeah, but this also just doesn't feel like any of the, the dressings on top of the original game were, were necessary, and in some cases have caused issues. I, at the end of the day, I, uh, I'm i just of the opinion that Colors deserved a full-on remake. It deserved a little quality-of-life touch-ups like this. It didn't deserve a slapdash put out the door for new Sonic fans to pay attention because we literally have nothing else on the market right now. And for some fucking reason, there's not a Sonic Mania 2 out there. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm in agreement with you there. This is a while not my favorite game in the Sonic lineup or e- even my favorite game of the boost era as a game that was so critically acclaimed by, you know, by reviewers when it came out, especially because it came out during that turning point where, like, you just expected a Sonic game to review poorly, and then suddenly yeah. Colors came out and it didn't. And that was a huge thing for it, despite despite any hindsight about the ways that we enjoy things like Unleashed and stuff now, Colors was and felt like a turning point, not just in the sense that, oh, this is a this is a Mario game now and it's, it's kind of weird and that it's that, but it felt as a turning point that like, Oh, Sonic's getting his shit together. And then after this, we got generations and it continued to feel like, Oh, Sega's starting to understand how to make this character work finally again. And it felt great. So it was a display that proved to fans that Sega were listening, you know? Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. when you get, when we get the remaster as it is right now, this feels like that legacy wasn't, properly adhered to i guess and and it makes me wonder when we get the sonic origins collection is is a similar slapdash job going to happen with that yeah i i I worry um i think that's gonna depend on who they actually hand it off to more than anything else um 
And again, sorry to spoil my script a little bit, but like I also compare this to like the game we're talking about next week, Sonic CD, where and Sonic R and Sonic the Fighters, where none of those are the greatest in the Sonic lineup, but they they bring in scrapped content, they bring in solid quality of life improvements. In the case of Sonic R, when they release it to PC and then later GameCube and everything, they flat out change how you tackle some of those courses with uh you know changes of weather and things of that nature. And, you know, the the bigger draw distance and everything. So while it was still a clanky game, it, it was the best version of that clanky game. And when you use the term ultimate, I, I do think it's important that you take care of that because it doesn't feel like it was there to be the ultimate version of Sonic Colors. It feels like that term was used to be like, oh, Smash Brothers used that. Yep. So this must be good, too. Yeah, it doesn't um, it doesn't feel like the best version of this game you could play. This does feel like a stopgap measure. Like that's what we always assumed it would be and that's that's what it is. And I have again, like the the base game is a solid one. One that I think is ripped apart a little bit too much by Sonic fans, but yeah, I'm very torn on it. Very, Put it very this torn. Way, on it, so. Like I think this is the ultimate Sonic colors that exists. But it's not the ultimate Sonic Colors that could exist, if you get me. Like, I think I, I don't think it's the ultimate Sonic Colors that can be played. Now, now, granted, granted, if we revisit this, I I, I hate saying this because it means we'll have to talk about Sonic Colors again. <laughs> but if we revisit this in two months after a bunch of patching has happened to the game and they've been able to fix a lot of these bugs, um, then then maybe I will be singing a different tune. But if I if I had to hand somebody a version to play if they were familiar enough with the software i i would be handing them either the original wii version or i would be handing them uh you know running you know run this on dolphin upscaled if you can uh this version of the game pre enough pre a lot of patches we've already had a 10 gigabyte patch we've already had uh is that eight, true really yes Hell was in that thing yeah like we've already Jesus. we've already had a patch that is larger than the original game's compressed form. So let's also, um, let's also I mean the one thing that for me makes this the ultimate Sonic Colors, and it's gonna seem so silly, but the one thing that makes this the ultimate Sonic Colors experience for me is the new homing attack thing. How like you get rewarded with boost if you time it just right. It seriously, it adds so much to this experience for me. I don't know what it is, but whenever I see a bad nickname, I'm like, yes, let's, let's see if we can get that homing attack. And and because of this, my boost is never in short measure anymore. Whereas like in the original colors. You kind of had to ration it a bit. Yeah, you had to really ration it. Here it's like, oh, cool. There's a long stretch. I can use my boost now. So much only, better in my opinion. I think the only time where I had a problem with the boost meter was during, uh, I don't know the names of these zones. Um... The the lobster thing that's chasing you in the Chinese yeah. water place. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the aquarium park, big robot boy man. Yeah, that, that place is cool. Uh, I hate that stupid robot because yes. they do not really allot you a whole lot of boost meter going into that encounter. Oh, and it is completely there. randomized what moves he's going to be using. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you just have to turn, uh, you know, to one side of the road. But uh, I had one encounter where every single attack was the swiping maneuver where you have to dash forward to dodge it without yeah. enough boost to do it. 
exactly. Now, in, in, man, I don't want to rail on the, the game too hard. I feel like I've been very, very negative. There was a lot of, about this game I did like. Now, I think a lot of that is attributed to the initial design of the original title, but it, it's like, that is to say, there are things I'm enjoying. Listen, um, it's it's not an unenjoyable way. game. We just when you when you love a franchise, you tend to be more critical towards it. Yeah, that's what it comes what down it, to. We, when it is, yeah, we're gonna have to spend a little more time nitpicking and our venting our frustrations because a lot of us are here double dipping. We're not, you know, kids playing this for the very first time, which is obviously the focus. And in that sense, yeah, uh, the original game stands on its own. And I think, again, I keep saying over and over again, I think it gets way too much hate from current Sonic fans. Yeah, the Nick Jr. ass music playing behind some of the cutscenes is really cringy. But like, I genuinely kind of chuckled at some of the jokes between Orbot and Cubot. Um, when you consider what we're doing from a robot's perspective, yes, it's pretty yes. gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I, I honestly wish Orbot had stayed, not Orbot, Cubot stayed as like a, a Western dude. Like, I prefer that so much over the like flamboyant fucking Cubot that they try to do now. But like, um, anywho, like, I think it de- it generally comes more from a place of resentment than actual the Sonic fans think this game is bad. But like, um, I, I think like, uh, Another thing I just wanted to kind of talk about for a little bit was what what customization setups are you guys using for Sonic, if any? I'm not Ooh. I'm not using any right now. Since I got the I'm gonna have three versions of this game. Um I went with the gold shoes because if I don't go with green because I haven't unlocked it yet, like I like I like gold stuff. Like I was like that since a kid. It always made my stuff feel fancy. So I have like a couple of gold versions of systems. So I went with the gold shoes. And I used the movie Sonic stuff, which I thought was a cute touch. Uh, just seeing the little, you know, the glowing blue eyes and the streaks and electricity and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. it's fine, but it's yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm using like the 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 chrome orange shoes just because I mean orange is just uh, my color, I guess. Color. Yeah, and um, Waterburger. Uh, and then I'm also using the movie Sonic uh, effect where he's got like the the electric blue spines. I want to say that looks fantastic. Um, it does. I I feel like uh, if they want to make that a normal thing, like maybe not so much the glowing eyes at all times, but uh, those uh, those electrics like spikes. It looks so good. They should do the glowing eyes only while boosting. Like I think, like yeah. if they're gonna do that as a if mainstay, they're, if they're gonna continue keeping boosting in, I, I think they should. I think I, they will, and that they should. I don't see why they they wouldn't continue keeping boost though. It, it boost just feels like mechanically streamlined spin dash. The more I use it, and I don't I don't know when we get more Sonic games going forward. If we, I don't know if we're gonna keep it. I I really don't, but I don't see why I, we wouldn't. So before we it, go on that tangent, I just wanted to say that my setup for Sonic's design <laughs> is uh, I've got the movie cosmetics on, but I've also given him blue shoes and blue gloves. He's very blue, and I think it looks really cool and supercharged. And he looks really cool when he when he's getting saved by Tails. Oh, so, so you're so back yeah. I'll send a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean. Uh... God, I dude. uh I yes, haven't I, I wish we'd gotten Shadow or Movie Sonic or Metal Sonic. I mean those as yeah. skins. Yeah, I, I think we're asking say, too much. You know, like, skins would have really like would have been a really good selling point for this game. Like as it stands, it's quite nice to have a little middle ground between Movie Sonic and regular Sonic, but like 
yeah, just some skins. Even even if the only other skin is classic Sonic, it's I just, still better than nothing. I just thought of something. So I, I don't know if we brought up this up in an, in an earlier episode, but so this game uses the original cutscenes uh, upscaled, which means that when you customize Sonic, none of those customizations get seen in cutscene. Nope. That feels Sucks. like a missed opportunity. Like Again, that... <laughs> like this is the, the they would have to completely redone the cutscenes. I think that's such a big that is more than anything else to me, like the clear sign, like we're doing the bare minimum with this thing. It's a budget remaster, isn't it? It, like, it really fun. is. It, this is like just they went to somebody they know could do the job right and do it as quickly as possible. And we threw in again, we threw in un, unused Sonic movie merch. And just threw this out the door. It is as slapdash as it gets, but it's the only thing Sonic fans have to talk about right now. But again, if you're going to go a slapdash route, make it a boost compilation, make a quick little thing, just like little pages. Like we have, we have an encyclopedia coming out. We have an art book out. Give us a leash on PC, take... please. <laughs> exactly. It would not take a whole lot to please Sonic fans. You know, if you just gave us more access to these games, as opposed to like these blatantly obvious, like it feels like you spent more time on the cheat sheet than the actual homework. You know, like it's just, <laughs> yeah. And, and and like Wayne, you you said just about as much last time. Like they spent a lot of time trying not to work hard, but because again, we understand like that none of this is easy. Even something like this is not easy to do, but. It also shouldn't be this apparent, especially when Sega is taking so much more care of their stupid fucking monkey game. I'm sorry. I, listen, listen, Monkey Ball is going to be fantastic. So why isn't Sonic? Why isn't he? He's more popular yeah, than Ratchet guess, and Clank. I He's more popular we, than I. I. I guess we just have to wait for next year to really tell, because I don't think Monkey's getting a game next year. Well, Monkey Ball's getting... Well, no, but I mean, they're they are spending the time to take care of this re-release. And I just think it's only I fair know. to ask the same I with Sonic. Just, I, I'm I'm going to just wait and see if they spend the time with Sonic 2022, because it could be. It, it doesn't that matter. They're two, different, ultimate... they're two different developers, though. And I'm tired of that conversation. I'm tired of us always moving the goal line, because this yeah. is what we do every time a game comes out. This is what happens every time a Sonic game fails to meet expectations. I, again... I'm going to reiterate, the colors port is, by and large, a, a good time. If it's your first time with the game, granted, where you're playing it might make a difference. If Because uh, yeah. I'm interested to see what I do with the Switch version. It's a, it's a great game, and it, it's always been a great game. And I like, just like how many did with the classic games, it comes back and tells you, this is a good, good time. But <sighs> we're, we're hardcore Sonic fans. And I think it's okay for us to ask them to try a little bit harder because we know what Sonic is capable of. We know what this franchise is capable of. And when we see other projects go that distance, I think it's okay for us to say Sonic deserves that much. Even if Monkey Ball is the only project happening right now, I, I, I just feel like they could have done a lot more i should be as excited for sonic colors as as anything else 
I I do uh I do feel like it's it's at least done a little better than I've seen it in in some instances where it's like all right this has been marked down in price a bit um we they they're giving us sonic colors while we also know a larger project is in development as fans of other franchises we've had worse I mean I, the three of us here really like Metroid um yeah. And I, I think we all remember what the announcement of Federation Force felt like when we didn't have anything else <laughs> Every, to look forward to. I remember <laughs> there being uh, fucking forum posts where people were just like, wait, guys, what if they're announcing Federation Force as filler and we're actually getting Metroid Prime 4 in the next couple years? I had this oh. crazy theory. <laughs> I, I remember having this crazy theory where, it, again, it's kind of like what we do with Sonic sometimes, where we obsess over this one thing and we're just trying to turn it into something. Uh, we're trying to, like, spit it into something better. I remember I had this crazy theory. I was just, just like, whoa, wait, wait. So wait, if we're playing as the Federation, what if it's this whole twist thing where you end up having to fight Samus and it's actually leading into Metroid Dread? What if they actually give us Metroid Dread? And, uh, man, I was really hopeful at the time. I remember <laughs> being young, too. So it was, uh, but isn't but, it interesting though? Like how how Nintendo treats Metroid. Like we don't get a lo lot of stuff from them, but we are still waiting on the big, you know, Metroid Prime Four and everything. Yeah. And in the meantime, they still got like a competent uh, secondary team to put together a game like everybody's excited for. Like way more excited than we would be for like most oh, other things. And I'm, I being like, why isn't Mania doing that? I don't. I'm more why they don't do that. It's funny because I'm more excited for Dread than I was for Prime 4. I, I care more yeah, about I, a, a 2D game, but it's also like... Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Nick, you had a point. No, just just that. Like, I think we all expected, like, staggered releases or, you know, a couple different teams working on something. Like, Sonic's popular enough that yeah. we could do any of these things, and that's... I think that's that's a fair expectation to have, especially when they seem to be setting that up like in between like these big 3D releases, you know, we'll have something like Mania, but it's been three, four years since then. So I uh... I think more so than anything else, what's going on here is like we had Sonic Mania, which was treated as kind of a holdover for Sonic Forces. But then Sonic Forces felt like a holdover for something bigger. Now we've got Sonic Colors Ultimate, which feels like a holdover for Sonic Rangers. And will Sonic Rangers feel like another holdover? And I think that's the main thing. Because yeah. I think Sonic fans are tired of just having holdover games. Things to just keep them occupied for a brief we, period. We and want, want something the a bit next, more substantial. We want the next big thing. When, when Sonic Adventure came out, that was a big thing. When Sonic... Two came out that was a big thing and it was substantial and it was a thing that kept people going for a while even when we got sonic 06 despite all of the problems that game had, it was a big event status it game. was it was a big event status game yes it felt like it felt like an event when it happened it was a huge thing and the game we got as the in between the game we got as the filler was Shadow the Hedgehog, which was also a big thing in terms of how important that ultimately ended up being like, as heck, far as like plot stuff was concerned. The reason why I've kind of resigned myself, though, to the fact that the next big Sonic game isn't coming and that it's just going to be smaller stuff now is because we had uh, Sonic Generations, which was like the big Sonic game. Even that was quite a small one compared to other ones, like more focused on being an anniversary title than it was a big, big, big Sonic game. 
then follow that up with Sonic Lost World, which was this Wii U exclusive thing, which for many felt more like just an experimental middle chapter sort of thing. Then Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric, which just, you know, did what it did. It's like the past decade has been mostly just when is the next, you know, big one coming? I, I and... don't quite agree with that, though, because th those did feel like big releases. They just kind of fell flat. Um, I thought Generations, uh, maybe it's more because I'm an older fan, but I have not been as excited for Sonic Generations as I have been for a Sonic game in a long time. And leading up to that game, I the fervor around Generations specifically was unlike anything I'd seen in a long time for Sonic, but... I agree. I do, but like, I do think that 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 success is kind of again what Sonic Team seems to always do. I is agree. The wrong at lessons. the time, at the time Generations came out, I believe it was the shortest modern Sonic game. It is, but it, I it is. I don't think the, that's a bad thing. The hype around it, though, I, I will say this: if you went into a GameStop around the time that that game was releasing, the hype for it, the marketing for it, it was oh, yeah. it was treated as a huge thing. And I think, and, and it didn't fall flat on its face. So it didn't feel like we were stuck with it for, a, for an amount of time. There are people who are still playing generations over and over again right now still and still enjoying yeah. all kinds of bits for it. The issue when we run into stuff like, uh, like, you know, forces and lost world is those games, they feel smaller when you play them, they feel much, much, much more compressed in comparison. Think about the amount of level variety in Generations, and then think about the level variety in something like Forces. And there's a stark difference between the the two to three you know set pieces we get in a game like Forces, and then having oh, yeah, full, like... fully reimagined the first, uh, not counting Adventure Two, the first fully uh, the, or the second. Then fully reimagined Green Hill, a, the first time we had a fully reimagined uh, chemical plant zone, and then being able to see like a properly optimized version of Crisis City for people who did enjoy those aspects of 06. Like Generations had a lot of love put into it. Just oh, Generations, yeah, it it does. It has easily some of the most love of any Sonic game. Don't get me wrong there. Um, so like maybe Generations wasn't the best example, but what I mean is like. Sonic games have downscaled massively over the oh, past yeah. 10 years. And I think that's here to stay. Like, if you want another six-hour Sonic game, like I do, I would like a nine-hour Sonic game. I don't think we're going to get it. There's that thing that Takeshi Azuka said, like, around the time of, like, 2006, where he, this was prior to them, like, you know, finally biting the bullet and going in the colors direction. Uh, he said something like, if we had a game that was just Sonic running, the game would only be two hours long. And that's kind of what's going on now. They've kind of just resigned themselves to that. But my response to that is just make more of it then. <laughs> like put more it, levels in one game. <laughs> you know, well, I don't... it's it's not that easy, though, as we discussed on this show, uh, trying to, you know, create levels for a boost mechanic game is a lot of work. There's a lot of assets that go into that. Uh, again, we're not game designers. I, I don't disagree with you as far as like the smaller scale. Like you can tell the budget has definitely gone down. And then that might be just in terms of like, you know, reflecting sales of the franchise in general. Um, I remember on one of his blog posts, um, Blaze Hedgehog, I think that's uh, what he calls himself. But like he had pointed out, like, when's the last time we've seen a budget like we have with Sonic Unleashed? You know, like when was yeah, the last time? Yeah, that's, that's like kind a big of like, budget? yeah. 
and that, and that, that I know that's what you're saying. Um, yeah, nothing has that felt on that scale. A lot of Sonic fans, I think, are waiting for the next Sonic Unleashed and are hoping that Rangers might be the next Sonic Unleashed. And I'm just going to straight up say, I don't think the next Sonic Unleashed is ever going to come. I don't think we're ever going to go that scale again. I, 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 think, uh, it, I think it, I think that's what they're going to be going for. I, that's the impression I got from giving us a silly tease over nothing. I think I, they are going to genuinely try to make it a big thing again. I, I, yeah, I could honestly say I see it going either way, to be perfectly honest, because Nick, I do agree with you, but also Pup, I definitely understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, there may have been part of Sega where it was just sort of like, uh, they really were going all out for it. Like, as much as, as, as much as we shit on Sonic 06, and it's not for all wrong reasons, uh, that game had ambition. They put a so, lot behind it, and um, they did the same with, like, Generations, and probably even, like, fucking Shadow the Hedgehog and stuff like that. Like, they put work and time and money into those things, and I don't know if the return on investment was really what they were looking for. It might not be worth it for them to try to go that scale again. So... I will say this in terms of sales, Sonic games have not really dipped in sales all that much. If you look at the sales for Forces, it sold really well, didn't it? Yeah, like Sega Sega has been open with how pleased they are with the sales of Sonic Forces. Uh, remember even 06 as hated as that game was, it reached the numbers to become an Xbox 360 platinum hit. Like it it's still on shelves today. The the idea that the Sonic series is not selling enough to warrant there being more budget put towards it, I don't necessarily buy because of how much the games are indeed selling despite whatever whatever budget is being put into them right now and especially if they do what Nintendo has historically done if they're going to if they're going to copy so many things about what Nintendo does in their game design then they might as well do some of the business design things that Nintendo does because one of the things Nintendo's really good at is they will make an incredibly cheap to make marketable game and they'll make a few of them and that will fund their larger budget projects going forward for we'll get a couple of like new super mario brothers games uh or a mario maker or two which really don't take nintendo that long to make comparatively and then we'll get a mario odyssey as like a giant event um yeah. sega seems to have started adopting the you know build those lower budget uh items but we don't seem to be getting the big payoff from that now now granted rangers hasn't come out yet I might end up eating my shoe when that comes out, but that is an aspect of Nintendo's model that they have done. They've always been very good at figuring out where to properly downsize, despite some of the ways in which it causes us issues, like with the Mario 3D All-Stars package. They're good about figuring out where to downsize so that they can just pump money aggressively into another bigger project. The thing, I though, with that Mario model, uh, of that whole sort of thing of we make the smaller releases and have the big event status ones, is that Mario is at least relatively consistent with mm. the timing between those small-scale releases. With what we've had over the past decade of Sonic, it's been like Sonic Forces, wait five years. We don't want another Sonic Forces after another five-year wait, you know? like Yeah. If you're going to do games like Sonic Forces, you need to do a lot of them. Like, yeah. One it, every two years at the very least. Yeah, and I need to I need to clarify because I got a lot of people saying that you know Sonic games sell this or that. I understand that, 
I'm not, I'm not obviously it's still here despite itself. This thing should have been just demolished and forgotten years ago, but he is still here. I understand yep. that they sell. I'm just saying that I doubt it's selling quite as consistently as it used to. Um, and the big financial risks they take, they feel like they're not big deals anymore because it turns out they suck. I think Sonic Boom was meant to be a much bigger deal, but for all the reasons we already know about it, it floundered and it failed. And you even said it yourself in one of your recent videos, pup, mostly because of the weak point that was the Wii U game, a game that was on a system that didn't sell well. Um, yeah, and and it kind of ruined the rest of it. Terrible. Yeah, that was a but bad like, there's, idea. <laughs> there's no way they didn't sink like a bunch of money into that, but. I don't know. Like, again, like we really need to see what the hell they're doing, you know, behind the scenes there. It's a very, I don't know. It's fascinating. It's very, very interesting. I want a tour of Sega. <laughs> I, I, I do want, too. Yeah. Like j just like have Takeshi Yuzuka take us on a tour and explain to us what the fuck is always going on and stuff. The truth is, he I just doesn't want to sit him down. I like, just... all, right, all right, come on for real, dude. Like, come on. What's, 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 the, what's the strategy? Come what on. is this? Like, <laughs> I mean, for all that gets said about it, to be fair, I still, I still to this day revisit Sonic Forces. I'm still glad I bought it three times. Like, you know, <laughs> we we God. shit on it. We talk about the state it's put the franchise in, but I find myself going back and doing SOS missions. Like, oh, I don't. And, I wish I could refund that. I think. But in, in, my case, in my case, I've barely got a fucking right to complain because I just fucking fuel the fire anyway all the time, and then I consume the outcome, and I'm like... Well, I mean, Ooh. we're content creators, though, man. Like, I'll be blunt, and I've said this before. I will say it in the video. I will say it a thousand times. I would not have bought Sonic Colors Day 1 if I wasn't making money thanks to Sonic and all you guys, you know, paying attention yeah, to my... You make nonsense. a good I, I point, wouldn't have but, either. like, yeah. you make a good point, but being a content creator doesn't make it necessary for you to buy it three fucking times, does it? Like... No, that's me just being an obsessive weirdo. I definitely would have, after I found out me about too. the Japanese version, <laughs> definitely would have picked it up. The thing but... is, I think the key difference is, for the most part, I'm generally a happy, obsessive weirdo. <laughs> Maybe it's... Maybe I'm just willing myself into that. I don't know. But to be honest, like, put it this way. I didn't have the most positive opinion of Sonic Colors, uh, vastly because of stuff Wayne has said about it. Like, you know, parts where it expects it to slow down, parts with the shitty platforming and stuff like that. But today I'm just sitting down and playing it with a big old smile on my face. I'm just like, <laughs> new Sonic. Yeah, I was <laughs> having a good time with it. I really was. I was about to be like, oh, yeah, no, this the Sonic Colors has really, you know, got a new lease of life here. It's like, what am I saying? What am I saying? These problems are still here. I'm just happy. It's Sonic. Yeah, I'm you happy can, with him. You can, you can like, it, it's one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize when, when you take a critical eye to things, it doesn't mean that you can't still enjoy them. You can be overly critical about something, especially if you like it a lot. And still, at the end of the day, enjoy your time. Like, I've been enjoying my time on Colors, despite the issues that I have encountered while playing, and the more issues and that I will probably find going forward. That's the thing, is, like, I, I love Colors Ultimate from what I've played so far. This customization option has brought me a lot of joy. I don't know why. I really love character customization in games. I, I like it better than I was, you know, I was like, this is whatever, but I was still like... I want more of it. Like, ah. give us some DLC. Give us... <laughs> 
give us the werehog shoes or like the the fucking <laughs> dude the werehog shoes would be I, awesome i think it not costing extra money is what makes it okay for me i don't think i'd be okay with uh the digital lux is already like pushing it for me uh like, yeah like but like the the point is like I'm loving it, and I think it's great, and I'm having a great time. But at the same time, I don't think the remaster holds up well under scrutiny because of the quirks that we've already talked about. And I guess it's kind of a bittersweet feeling as well, because it's kind of disheartening to me that Sega are still willing to give Sonic these half measures and release unfinished products to the public. But all the same, maybe we are just the guinea pigs here. But we're like, pay us to be beta testers. Don't make us pay you. Pay us. I probably it probably doesn't help that I put out a tweet yesterday saying I don't actually give a shit about Ultimate. So if you're not actually, <laughs> and, and that's just the point I wanted. Like I don't think we got the point of that. Was like, look, if you didn't like the original game and you're going to keep bitching about boost gameplay, then don't buy it. Just don't buy it. That's as simple give, as that. Give this man his review code, Sega. He doesn't and give a fuck. I will. I will gladly. Glad. You know what? That's an interesting topic. I wanted to talk with you guys about. Um, because I've seen a lot of back and forth about it, and we're not trying to put anybody on blast. But I saw a lot of discourse yesterday on Twitter after Twit put up his video showcasing a lot of glitches in his review copy of the game. And a lot of people who work with Sega usually were like, yo, that's very unprofessional. And then there are other people like, hey, it's not his job to shill for Sega. Like they gave him a thing to review and he's reviewing it. I, what do you what do you guys think about all that? I'm I do a, find um, it strange. Wasn't he also playing the PS4 version on a PS5? He was. I think so. Um, yeah, the I, same version that I have not been encountering any technical problems. I just find that weird. He's also I've been seen playing his, it I've, I've seen the video though. The, the 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 video doesn't lie. It's all there. But like, um, yeah. What I will say is like, um, I think what a lot of people are kind of annoyed about it is that Sega were always going to release a day one patch or something, but I don't think at the time he'd uploaded it, anyone had heard anything about a day one patch. And it even says in the video, it's there for constructive purposes because it makes it easier for Sega or Blind Squirrel to identify these issues if they're put in a concise way. And it's like, whatever you think of the content creator or whatever, that was a really solid video to give to Sega. It could be one of those things that's like, okay, maybe do it unlisted maybe, but I... It's, He's it's not a not, beta tester. I, that's it's, what it's, I'm saying. If yeah. it's not if it's not in his NDA, then, you know, yeah. like, he has every right. Like, like it, my, my only thing is that because we mentioned it before, is that there there have been patches. Is is that reflective of the game people will actually be paying for? So... Um, it, it, yeah. So on... Uh, I, I do have a couple things to say about that. So, one... He has no way of knowing which glitch, and this is not coming from somebody trying to defend Twip specifically, but dude has no way of knowing which glitches Sega will or will not address in the future. So when you are showcasing, hey, I was given a review copy, this is how the game played when I played it, that is, that's perfectly valid to do, and the point that is that the game that people are going to be buying later Nobody knows that. That is a point that can only be made with perfect knowledge after the fact. He has no way of knowing it, and nobody really has any way of knowing what stuff will be addressed, and if the stuff they addressed doesn't necessarily cause more problems in the future, because as we all know with video games, when you patch one thing out, there's always that chance that he will break something else. <laughs> yep. Um, Coding's I, a bitch. I, it, it really is. Uh, you forgot a backslash here, so now the entire thing is spaghetti. Um, but 
I will say this. If, if you're handed a review copy of a game, your goal is to review it. If you are reviewing particular aspects of it or you are doing it in any particular way, I don't think there's necessarily an issue with it. If you are being, if, if your NDA is literally review this thing, give your honest opinion, and the honest opinion is this game feels incomplete. Oh my God, there's so many glitches in here. Here's this you know list of all these glitches that are here. I don't see a problem with that. And I don't think that, I feel as though there's this strange idea with people that corporations are their friend and that they have to come up to Sega's defense and be like, no, 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 you're doing Sega dirty here. No, nobody's doing Sega dirty. Sega's A, not a person. B, not your friend. They, they, they do not care. For money. Like, <laughs> they, they released the game in this state for money. And maybe there'll be patches somewhere down the line. But personally, if you were to ask me, I wouldn't say that this is currently in a presentable state. It's, it's perfectly playable, but I just I think there's too many yeah, quirks pl playable, that just stack up. Playable and polished are two very, very different monsters. Absolutely, absolutely. And like, yeah, no, like it it fulfills its thing it needs to do in that like Sonic Colors looks better than it did before, but it, it's like it's like taking a very average looking pig, smothering it in makeup, but then shooting it. So like you've got a nice made up pig here, but it still <laughs> has some gaping bullet wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. man, that is, that is an yeah. Is that yep, lipstick, okay. or are you bleeding? Welcome out? to the pig allegory, guys. <laughs> pig theory confirmed. Oh god! But I, uh, I, I don't. I don't right, just uh, we'll see how how reactive, how true those particular statements stay when I start reviewing the the third party stuff, like Heroes and 06 and all that shit. We'll see. Because uh, that was kind of my thoughts on those games when they came out. <laughs> so I'm I'm interested to hear what your thoughts will be when it comes to to those games because I know that at least at least with Heroes, my perspective uh, shifted in some weird ways when I started playing it again, and some of my old gripes actually just kind of went away. I'm genuinely I like like genuinely like I'm I'm curious after you know all this time playing 06 again and being like you know with that. You know, not not being as mad as I was in the year 2006 and actually talking with a lot of fans about why they love it. I mean, that's the point of my show. So that again, that said, though, like everything you're saying is like, wow, this all sounds so horrifically familiar. <laughs> God, just history just keeps repeating itself. Yeah, Sega does not learn when it comes to the Sonic franchise. This is something we have uh, we've all come to expect. When will you learn? <laughs> your actions have <laughs> the consequences. Oh my god! We gotta get him on the show. Oh I yeah, I th I've heard if he's doing well. Oh yeah, 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 no, he's he's a he's a chat now. Like he does. I tried. Sports, I tried to reach out to him before for the that big S three K video last year, but uh, never heard yeah. back from him. To be fair, you're a bigger boy now. He does. He does a lot of self-parody now. Like if you've seen his, uh, I mean, good for him. Honestly, he still good for does him. the act. He still does the whole act, and like he he knows his audience. He he does good. Good for him. Yeah. Well, I think we said just about everything we can say for initial impressions for Sonic Colors. Unless there's anything else you guys have you want to kind of bring up. No, I, I it's think a that about day in the that I really wanted to say i mean i i'm pretty sure each of us is going to be doing our own videos on this game oh, right. yeah, yeah, i'm kind of reserving some of my thoughts yeah I, yeah like I, I literally had my video 60 percent edited 
until Premiere crashed and I lost everything. And I was just like, I'm I am so at sorry my for you, man. fucking limit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, that, dude. I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I'll be. I, I think it's after after I come back from anniversary stuff this weekend is when I'm going to be doing my video on this because that'll also give me a chance to to color ever not color everything play everything damn it it's not a coloring book I'm I'm gonna let mine soak and I usually uh, I really just got to quit my day job that's what I got to do because everybody else gets their videos out before I do but I also like I don't know I really like simmering in my my thoughts so I don't know when it'll come out but I'll I'll definitely be bringing it out and then thanks to my patrons. We're gonna we're gonna visit the Sega Saturn games finally, so that's what I will be doing. Yeah. We're kind of promoting our shit like at the. We're supposed to be doing this at the end, and we're not at the end of our episode. We, yet. We, yeah, we still need to do the super chats yet. Like, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's I, time to do that. Also, it might be a good time. My, to my move on God, to that, you yeah. guys today have. I know you Jesus. can't make this up. You you guys are. Oh man, I really wish you'd stop sending money. That it really hurts me. Honestly, I, like I just <laughs> the. <laughs> the insane amount of generosity after I flat out said at the beginning, like, we're going to wait to talk about it. It's been an actual challenge. Yeah, it's been go, such a big surprise. Just go, oh my fucking God, what is happening? I was like, is this yeah. a gamble? Are people just not going to super chat if we like save it till the end? But then you guys decided to eventually just start throwing money at us for some reason. But it's fine. I'll, I'll be your stripper. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so let's start. Way past Cool Kids sent us $4.99. Good morning, Sunset City laughing face so, so glad i close out my day listening to them good old boys heart smiley face also pup great reviewer slam video on point so Why, you definitely did you speak to some people kid. there oh like, and i'm glad i'm glad and yeah i mean there's there's something to be said even if i am playing devil's advocate for you know the mentioning 06 or anything like that there is still a genuine frustration within the community that they're everyone's trying to move on from because you know there's there's a lot worth saving in in that era of video games that that people miss so i you know thank you i'm sure a lot of people also have to say thank you to you know you're pointing that out because that was a really kind of a trash review that you just kind of tore into and i guess oh, the don't think that killed me it's why i'm dead isn't it <laughs> it's you 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 listened to it's like when nick listened to that ign review on his channel like that's the thing that kills you that's how you die oh yeah like nick like <laughs> nick wasn't that like your first video as well was like the whole sonic was never good thing yeah remember... that's, that's why i started yeah. it because like i was like i need to talk about the discourse of this community no but it's so funny because like you look back on like if you watch that video retroactively you expect it to be like your average game apologist video where it's like you get into the game and stuff but you get this instead completely original perspective on that fucking thing because like to be honest there's not much that can really be said about sonic one that hasn't already been said other than that is a cultural icon but i thought this right. reflection on how like gaming journalists have been dicking our little blue boy around like yeah no i think it kind of unlocked something within me and <laughs> i i appreciate that um I, there was a point i made in that original video though um it's not undeserved either as exhausted as we are of it i am and we're going to be seeing i think we're going to be talking about this a lot every time with our ken penders video with uh with everything related to sonic there is definitely something to be said about these reviewers that generally just treat the fan base like shit and no wonder they get as defensive as they do but at the same time it is on sega to you know prove themselves and with their 
you know, their flagship franchise. Because yeah. we see them accelerate, not accelerate, but yeah. they, <laughs> I mean, they do so well with a lot of their other franchises, even the less popular ones. And I, Monkey Ball deserves the care it's getting right now. It's not as popular as it was, but it deserves this much love. I don't understand why Sonic's not. So that's another thing entirely. But thank you, Pup, for that video. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, please go go check it out. It's it's called How Not to Review Sonic Colors Ultimate, right? Uh, I think it was called Sonic Colors Ultimate versus Gaming Journalism. I think I was just thinking of the thumbnail then. Yeah, yeah just a thumbnail. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, continuing on then, uh, the next one. Oh, wow. God, guys, we got so many. <laughs> the next um, one's from I got to scroll. Yeah. The next one's from I that Giordo, sh- and it's... Uh, R.I.P. Pup. Yeah, $5. Rest Chanel Dog. Rest Chan- uh, Chanel Dog. <laughs> Chanel Dog. Nothing personnel, Chanel Dog. I smell really <laughs> good. I, I'm I'm wearing my airport fragrances, and I'm resting <laughs> in peace. A.K.A. Shodan sent us $20. Did we... There was no context. There was no message. But there's the same friend, like, I was it like last week or the week before that sent us money but didn't have a comment and then resent something so they can get a comment going? I think that might have been him. But as it stands right now, thank you for the 20 bucks, Aka Shodin. You we truly appreciate are a, uh, a Samaritan within our little city. Uh, Jeremy Montoya first, because this is not their only time, sent us $100. Thank you. For fuck's sake, Jeremy. Jesus. Not sure what to say, even though they do this multiple times through the run of this episode. (laughs) You figured it out. Just wanted to support my favorite Sonic weirdos. Keep up the great work, fellas. We will, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Uh, And Devin McCann, again, just weekly generous. I really, I'm getting stressed, like, because I'm like, I don't know if I would have this much money to spend. I don't know if you guys should be doing this, but thank you. Uh, yeah, send us 50 bucks saying everyone should send money now to make Nick uncomfortable, which y- you, you did. did. <laughs> you I did don't it. think he's uncomfortable enough, guys. I mean, like, oh my god, I think oh, we need stop. to make Nick very uncomfortable. We need to turn him inside out. We need to make him as uncomfortable as the time Cyrus was in a state of undress. <laughs> Jeremy Montoya, send us again five dollars. It just says what? what? I guess he, he's no, he corrected himself on the previous one. That's it, because he said not sure want to say, and he's corrected it with what, what? here. There you go. We that's got the, a five dollar correction. Meta. You have to you have to spend five dollars to add asterisk. <laughs> Your correction new... cost you. Oh my god! Imagine if Twitter did that. They're just like, okay, you have an edit button, but it costs you. Doesn't that what they do? Like you have like a three second button if you get like Twitter Premiere or some bullshit like that. Oh, is that real or is what? that just one of those boomer things Premier? that people believe? I don't know. I'm just... I've you know I, that sounds like Facebook gold <laughs> to me. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, well let's keep going. From Black Yakuza. Uh, Black Yaku- yeah, is it Black Yakuza? Because it says Black Yakuza here. It's Black oh, Yakuza ninety four. Oh, okay, I'm wrong. I can't read. 3D Sonic reviews are a meme at this point. By now, some people should have blown them off. But some fans just aren't going to let it go. I'm so not going to yeah, let it go. Adventure One is amazing. <laughs> Look, I I, I, it depends on the reviewer at this point. I don't, uh, you know. I I had a very fun time pouring my entire childhood into my Sonic Adventure Two video. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do need some people to be a little bit uh, a little bit more objective. But yeah, I. We've already talked about it to death at this point. We're we're all a little bit tired of uh, 06. While I, I do understand it, 
the 06 stuff. You know what they really should do? If they really just had the balls, and I've said this before, remake 06. Just do it. Just do yeah. it, you cowards. From the yeah. ground up. Like, literally, like, have a story that involves Methylis wanting to scorch the earth in the flames of disaster and just have that as your base point. Boom. Have Ian Flynn localize it so it makes a little more sense over here in the in the West. Have Zack Snyder direct it. I swear to God. And yeah, just redo it. You you cowards. We're getting a Methylis plush. That's a little bit of news we missed. But yes, we finally seen the Methylis plush. Plushes. As well as Whisper and uh, Emerald. Redo the story uh, of Sonic Forces, but include uh, Tangle and Whisper in this plot. There you go. Do it. So, um, uh, shall we move on to the next one? We got uh, Devin McCann with $4.99 says more money equals more uncomfortableness. Yes. <laughs> so, in and other he, words, it follows up be... too. Yeah, he followed up too. Uh, not with $9.99, down with Channel Pup. Send more money because you cannot more defeat money the CEO destroy. of Comedy destroy him he's already a grave we have to we have to grind the stone into dust now you'll never get my ashes sirus <laughs> but i want to snort them well you won't they will jeremy be... montoya sent 50 dollars <laughs> that just says money i mean that and is that... what 50 dollars is it I is... Mean, he's not he's not lying <laughs> it's an honest super chat i sincerely appreciate it that jordo $8.33 B. She made it look B. like a B. I just got it. <laughs> yeah. He made B. a B out of his money. Yep. He did. Oh, that's Damn clever. It. That's it's clever. a B. Oh, that's, God. that's creative. I love it. Uh, anyone else want to take over? I've just been doing a lot. I can, doing I can do the next one. Oh, yeah, uh, go for it, sirs. Despite my inability to read, which is probably going to hinder this, uh, Devin <laughs> McCann for uh, the nine ninety nine super chat. Thank you very much for that. Keep the money coming in. We can break the show. You will never break us, though you can try. <laughs> you can enhance us. Don't break your bank, man. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, from Fire Red Emblem uh, for twelve dollars. Mauer money. <laughs> it's in caps and it's spelled in, in the in the in the meme way, so I have to do it that way. There More is no in, in the, money in the standard internet dialect, yes. <laughs> For money. More money. Lederick sent us another 50 bucks. <sighs> Guys are way too way too nice. Yep. Damn Wayne, get into it. So yeah, when Wayne was uh really that was just the, that was tearing the into slay queen of the chat. <laughs> Yeah. Queen. <laughs> yeah, I was getting into it. All right. <laughs> Get his ass, Wayne. My God. Uh, the next one we have is from Sonic Bot for $20. I only have one problem with the Wisps, and it's their. Uh... Oh, wait, no, there's one. one more before that. There's wait, we did, that. One. we did this uh, one. From yeah. Devin McCann for $4.99. We can make it to $1,000 today. Devo. Nearly, you're getting there. Jesus. You guys God. are very. <laughs> you guys. You, you, you guys you do suck. It. You, you guys know too much, much money. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate it, guys. This is we, why we Trey made that wrong. meme. This is why Trey made the meme. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a leash for this dog. Yes. With all the with all this money, we can buy a cake. A, oh. a cake or coke? A cake, coke, a coke we, cake. We having a coke Wait, cake party, guys? Coke, coke cake. Yeah, hell coke yeah! Cake this is delicious. Some fucking cake. Y'all ever had That's... Dr Pepper floats? What the fuck is a Sonic? <laughs> 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 all right, so. Seriously, Sonic we all need to have Pops. Coke cake. <laughs> Sonic, wait, is Coke cake a thing? I was just yeah. thinking of like, wow, what? okay, we yeah. 
It we is? don't have that in England. I was Go thinking to, uh, we would... I was, You said Coke, and I was thinking the soda. Yeah, yeah I know. I was thinking we were going to have some I was talking about the hard party. drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so at least one I of us sees IUI then. Crack rock no, there's cocaine. literally, if you if you go to Cracker Barrel, they sell a Coca-Cola cake, and it's delicious. But if you go to the Cracker Barrel behind the alleyway, it's just a barrel full of crack. I mean, <laughs> and it's caked on the side. Man, uh, Cracker Barrel cake. would be the place. <laughs> okay, so speaking of things that I want to inject into my eyeballs, we got Sonic Bot here <laughs> with $20. $20. Um, and says, I only have one problem with the Wisps, and it's their utilization. Sonic Colors is a lot better about it, but there are times where a Wisp path is laid on top of the normal path, like the laser path that forms a star. And you're absolutely right. I personally think the best implementation of the Wisps is in Sonic Forces, but that's a conversation for another day. The yeah, well, it seemed faster paced in Forces actually. Now that you mention it, yeah, yeah. I to mean, be, also it's helped by the fact that you don't literally transform into an animal. Yeah, but it's also kind of like it's kind of the whole point of colors. So yeah, you know. I, it it is. So I actually, I I actually don't personally mind Wisp paths being layered where regular paths are because to me that just kind of adds a little bit of replay value like okay i can go i can enter this level and i can do drill wisp now and i can go under here and see what's under there now if anything worthwhile is under there uh that could be the bigger problem <laughs> but i don't mind the layering too much so next up devon mccann or as we would call him in the uk devo um sends four dollar ninety nine and says, now everyone should send a chili dog to the crew. And Devin McCann began this with a 99, no, 99 cent <laughs> Different. hot dog with ketchup. Yeah, he and spent, then followed he spent it money up on a hot dog. It was metaphorically with, uh, a chili dog. With 9.99, donations seem to be slowing down. Let's try and start it up again. Devin, <laughs> you should really work in like fucking, uh, what's the name of those? Th telethons. You know? Mm. Oh, man. That's well, what's, what's funny is that, hey, that little ploy worked because right after that, Jeremy Montoya with another $50. Happy birthday to my friend's grandma. She turns 84 today. Happy birthday to the grandma. Happy birthday, friend's grandmother. Happy birthday. Devin, can I just, when when I have my subathon on Twitch, can I just have you in the chat as the hype <laughs> man? Stop, stop, Devin. Just no, be careful with real. your money, his, please. His, please. His too, We're not worth it. I'm I'm getting genuinely stressed out at this no, point. This, is, this isn't me asking his for too. his money. This is asking for him to be a hype man. Here is to 84 more years of Devin's friend's grandma. Oh, wait. What, what that was Devin, Jeremy Montoya. That was Jeremy Montoya's yeah. grandma. Who Jeez. kept... Oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, and Devin McCann sent us another five bucks. The power of donations is mine to command. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Jeremy right. Montoya came back again. And and he believes that his Metroid hype is worth $100. And I believe let it. Let me tell you. Um you are worth a million dollars, Jeremy Montoya. You're wonderful. Breathtaking. You're breathtaking. I forgot my, forgot my Keanu references. And then <laughs> Mr. SP, who is dear, dear to my heart. I love Mr. SP. Yep. Um, He's our patron. Us... Both of our patrons, right? Yeah, he is. He's oh, and mine. Both of us. Fuck me, um, break dude. Fuck yeah. you, sir. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Oh, fuck <laughs> you really expect people to pay for tits? Come on, don't be ridiculous. Oh, God. Um, 
So Mr. SP says Sonic Colors Ultimate is just another is just an appetizer for the main course next year, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't get the care and attention it deserves. It could be worse, but it should be better. My you've summed I it up. Seat Link said very yeah, very why why don't you have why why don't you do the YouTube? You man you managed in a single super chat what took us an hour and forty five minutes to communicate. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. seriously, we're shit. <laughs> uh next is uh that jordo donate another uh ten dollars in oh my god can you imagine what sonic 2021 will be looking like right now if sega never made that wii u exclusivity deal rise of okay. lyric could have actually been good the show'd still be around etc i agree uh... i agree it is uh, interesting to to just kind of like wonder these these sort of like what if scenarios of like man if only they had given this game what it needed yeah um what could it have been like because I think um they were initially very excited for the prospect of 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 Sonic Boom yeah uh I mean they immediately had a cartoon going for it they uh they were like okay we're gonna do this and we're gonna do like a spin off on the 3ds uh you know. Dude, you guys ever watch, like, the launch trailer for Rise of Lyric? That thing is emotional. It's a beautiful trailer. Yeah, they cared it about me, it, and it I think it could have been... adventure vibes, almost, when I was watching it. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the thing. I said it in my video, and I'll say it again. Sonic Boom, if given the care it needed, could have been an improvement on the Sonic brand. But now it's just a relic of history. I, uh... I'm sorry to say it again. I, I appreciate the clever writing. I, I I did not want it to to survive. I'll I'll appreciate it, you know, post mortem. But I, yeah, I'm still very much in the mindset. Like I didn't need another Jack and Daxter looking thing. I didn't need. I don't know this very confusing mess or a boring game. And like I'm glad you like the, the game. The, games. Be, the game would have to be fundamentally different. Like I, I've said this myself. Like the problem with Rise of Lyric isn't just the execution, but the fact that it's a boring as fuck game. But like. That's the subject. Well, just time. just even for its strengths, I uh, I'm, I'm not going to miss it a whole lot. I am going to miss again more than anything else. Just writing that's genuinely funny from the show. That's going to be the worst of it. But everything yeah. else, I'm I'm no, whatever that, about that. Completely. I I do want to say though, um, you do have to wonder because that Wii U exclusivity deal. It was a Nintendo exclusivity deal. It was Nintendo's shitty wii u and the and the 3ds which was doing much much better at that time and you have to wonder because again like they were very clearly pushing towards a nintendo styled sonic i i think even uh waluigi at some point in our chat had said uh, azuka had said specifically that i'll have to look it up for myself but i wonder how they were doing financially like if it was like the smart move or not I don't know. I don't know. Cause uh yeah, they definitely made some pretty financially disastrous blunders there. And uh being on a system that was doing horribly certainly didn't help things out. So I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Trey, our my beautiful husband Trey Nobles, uh, has donated nine dollars ninety nine and says Here's a donation for the road. I gotta get packing for California. I love all of you. You're all amazing. Well, I love all of you too, Trey. Every <laughs> interview. 
We, we all love you, All Trish. nine love. inches of you. No, oh, you'll always, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every you'll always be our unofficial rebels. fifth member. <laughs> we love you, Trey. Wait, is Trey the uh, unofficial fifth member? I thought he was just... I thought this was just a permanent thing. I mean, okay, you're, you're the <laughs> official Trey's fifth member. Is Trey not right here, right now, next to me? Oh, yeah, he's he the, is. He just, he just put he's his guitar the away. He's fifth member. What the fuck <laughs> is this man next to me? Seriously. Um... <laughs> So then Devo comes back with four ninety nine. <laughs> but I'm British. I have to call him by his British name. Wait, says, what? <laughs> what? How is Devo with a British name? What? It would be spelled like D E double V O. Devo. It would not. It, it would literally. Not. Is... It would like if if we knew That's a not Devon, how names work. Any debt. Oh what? So Suris, your your name shortened isn't Sue then in that case. Don't chat shit. What um, are you talking about? So anyway, un- anyway, Uncle Devo says, What is the total from- donation? How does one get dick from Richard? What is the total donation amount for today, Nick? Yeah, Nick, how much money do we have? Uh, do you uh well I can tell you actually it's it's Suris the one in there. I can so if uh, I can tell you, you exactly tell how much it is. Six hundred and forty dollars and five cents. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh i'm getting a Jesus. new pair of shoes <laughs> i can tell you exactly no, how much is there charity <laughs> god this is almost like <laughs> so much why you do you guys so throw generous. money at us we're just talking about blue hedgehogs we, we do love change. you guys so much you'll make change. this show what it is we need to change our name from Sunset City to Sunset Strippers because we are making that. <laughs> oh, so then, Sunset Strippers with infinite possibilities. Make so I, should, I should get this next one though because I I, yes. I feel so embarrassed after screwing up that one time. But the evil Dalek gave us two pounds <laughs> weekly donation for me because why not? Delic. Gosh, I'll Delic. never live that down. What a dumb asshole, dumb, stupid, dumb, dumb thing to do. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. Anyway. And the and the correct way to pronounce it was served to you on a fucking tray. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Evil Dalek gave us another two pounds. Oh wow. Hello, Wait. Trey. <laughs> no, because Trey gave uh, $4.99 to say, hey, Delic. And then Evil Delic decided he was going to have an expensive conversation with Trey. <laughs> I uh, hadn't decided whether or not I believe Trey exists, so I apologize. But um... <laughs> Trey isn't real. <laughs> Trey died, actually. <laughs> well, Trey's right here next to me. What do you want about? He was betrayed. <laughs> oh. oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Wayne, you want to take this one? Let's see. We also have uh, Jeremy Montoyo once again with $50. Oh, stop. You're going to make me blush, pupper. No, we're going to dinner. We're going to dinner. Like, whatever steak you want. Jeremy, I legitimately hope you have a good paying job because I am honestly stressed out. I would not have that much money to give anybody. So thank you. Because that is alarming. It is is a lot to be dropping. I feel like you're getting to the point where you're like, okay, you guys have to go murder somebody for me, and we'd have to oblige. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm slightly frightened for my uh, place in the societal uh, structure of crime. There's the Sega representative. I need you to put him on ice for me, okay? (laughs) 
make oh. a monopoly you can't refuse. There's just like a, an echidna head in your bed in the morning. <laughs> you you want a Sonic game on this? The day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> and then when we get fucking when we get Sonic Rangers, look how they've massacred my boy. Where's my sarsaparilla? Why is it still sarsaparilla? <laughs> We're not known for sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. <laughs> He's just meshing all American culture together. Is all he's he's speaking Uncle Paulie, Tony. You know, how's your wife, Marie? <laughs> it, only America exists. There's only one American culture, indistinct from any other American hey, culture. Hey, yo, it's Uncle Paulie. Hey, yo. Well, I think we've uh, we've reached a very natural endpoint to our conversation. No, except no, not anymore. Got another one. <laughs> Time to fit in the Scottish spirit bomb. Share them your money. Share your money with them. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> but we want to go to bed. Black Yakuza. Well, they we're going to go to Disneyland at this point. <laughs> Shit! Are you kidding me? Look at this. Yeah, he needs a new <laughs> pair of shoes, and apparently he can afford them. Daddy wants to quit his day job so he can keep making content, and I'm I'm getting more confident that we can Seriously, because we do have real. people. At this rate, I'm going to quit my dick job. a bowling ball. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this literally is more money than I make in a week in my job right now. Yeah. Is yeah. what we're doing on this. Oh, yeah. It's it's almost double what I make in, in a week. This is going to be a horrible or, or wait, to in listen like to now. Like, who is going to want to listen to this? Though? Like, look, these men are getting money. How entertaining. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Devin, no. Devin. The fuck's <laughs> sake, Devin. Devil. Uh, We're not challenging you. I'm genuinely worried about your bank account. Please. No, please. Uh, look, look. Okay. We we so, so, so appreciate all of your guys' generosity. Please do not put your shields so in a, buy, in a here's bad Here's what we're going to do. No, here's what we're doing. Give you no. a special cuddle for real. So, Devin, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. We're ending the show. We, we, <laughs> this is too much money. So, I appreciate off. it. We appreciate we it, guys. Food. Yeah, we we got it. Next week, we got a uh, shit. We got a shit. We got a shit, and we do. Cummed. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Okay, no one's gonna think about that, though. man. What? Gonna cry? Gonna piss your pants? Maybe? Maybe shit and come. Shit and come. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, so next week we are gonna be uh, finally getting to our retrospective of Sonic CD, which we've now pushed off for a couple of weeks at this point. So. Um, I'm going to be on Twitch this week playing that. I am going to be playing uh, a little bit more Sonic Colors at some point. And I, uh, I'm i personally going to be finishing up my Psychonaut stuff. And uh, I got a Sonic speed reading uh, coming down the pipeline. My patrons will begin that probably tomorrow. Uh, but that's what's going on for me. Cirrus, what are you up to, you weird pile of cum? So later on today, I've got an episode going up about Magic the Gathering stuff. Uh, people are mad about Street Fighter and Magic the Gathering collaborating, and I just I just don't understand it, so I'm bitching about that. Uh, next week, though, uh, Trey, actually, Trey Nobles, uh, who has been very generous and has never appeared on the show once ever, never mispronounced anybody's names, uh, is going to be appearing <laughs> on my live stream, and we are going to be having potentially a more down-to-earth discussion about Hist uh, our individual histories with Sonic stuff. We we tried to figure out a different game to talk about, and then we both ended up just landing on Sonic again because, dear God, none of us have any lives, and I hate I hate everything. But 
besides that, uh, that is a thing that we're going to be doing live over on my Twitch channel, and then that's going to become a video on the Necosurus channel when that conversation is done. So yeah. There we go. Wayne, what are you doing? Um. Oh, man. Uh. So I'm really just kind of getting stuff ready for Metroid Month. I should have a review of uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, the Game Boy version, not not the Switch remake. I, I may briefly address that, but I'm mostly focusing on the original. Um, and uh, that should be coming out like mid-September. Because I'm thinking I could probably just schedule it out for that just so that everything feels a little more even. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it, uh, October is going to be big, and I can't say too much on it right now, but I keep bringing up this little secret project. Well, let me tell you, that sure made some headway recently, um, and has basically been con confirmed, and I wasn't entirely sure what the uh, status of it was. It's happening, and it's probably going to be within the first weekend of October, coinciding with Metroid Month, and it won't be on my channel. That's all I'm saying for now. We're really excited for you, man. All right, pup. Well, my little message for the audience today is somewhere in the world, there's a little man lit with all kinds of skeletons in his closet. And if you want to make that man very happy, go on over to my channel, subscribe to it, watch the video, share them around with your friends and family and show them what a fucking weirdo you are. And of course, the same applies to the three men by my side as well. Get on over to their channel, subscribe to their asses and make them all very very happy i'm so That's close awesome. to 100k guys come on i want that yeah, button get, so get, get nick to 100k get me to 69k so i can overtake the british government nice and, and uh yeah <laughs> Wait, and is that true i'm i'm very close to overtaking the uk government in subscribers. Oh my God. <laughs> and lord knows i deserve it more than they do <laughs> well uh, Devin McCann drained the rest chats. of his account yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devin McCann is now filing for bankruptcy Devin McCann <laughs> we're gonna do this two in a row I'm sorry we're gonna so Devin McCann sent 199 here's the rest of my bank account followed by that Jordo with five bucks next week's episode Suras gets a call from the IRS and then Devin McCann <laughs> fucking lied <laughs> go sit in the fucking fuck corner Devin you don't do liars here man sit in the oh, corner and how could you be so fiscally irresponsible before we go what is the final money count with two dollars from Evil Dalek? Ever changing. The final money count now is seven hundred and eleven dollars and eighty cents. That's Never not even a number anymore. We've We're entered the alphabet in terms of numbers now. Welcome to seven eleven. <laughs> we have lots of money. Oh no 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 skirts no okay no no fun time on the show guys oh, but we are now officially canceled you the had to get us fucking Cyrus why you're the aren't you like the one who talk you just you're the moral compass aren't you Cyrus for fuck's sake for you know at one right. point Thank Wayne you. was the moral sake, compass Cyrus. when he came back from Thank death Thank you all for joining us this you week had on Sunset City the sun is setting on this podcast. Thank Angel God. Oh my our God. internet reputations. Oh God. We what need rest. Sake. Uh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? See you next week. <laughs>